retracting pretty, meaning that people constantly tell us that we're beautiful left and right, and especially men, and men are more caught up in why we don't have a boyfriend versus trying to change that situation. Hey, you're listening to The Sweet Pasta Experience. I'm your host, Sweet Pasta, a.k.a. The Princess Ho, and this podcast is for all the princess hoes and the men that love us. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Princess hoes and homies, it's Sweet Pasta, a.k.a. The Princess Ho. Thank y'all so much for listening to my podcast. Make sure y'all subscribe, leave a review, share the podcast with the homie, all of that. Also, leave a donation on the Anchor website or just send me some money on Cash App. Sweet Pasta 1000. Hey! So, today's episode is called Daddies on the Golf Course. Do good, faithful men exist? So, I got a question from one of the fellas, one of the pursuers. Sweet Pasta. Hey! So, I'm an older gentleman and I find it strange how there are so many young, beautiful, single women I come across them all the time, and I just think it's strange why there's so many single women compared to women of my generation. Why do you think that is? Ooh, I actually talk to my dad about this a lot. Um, shout out to my dad, old school. You know, dating has definitely shifted. I know for myself, sweet pasta, why I'm single is one, ghosting. Ghosting is a real thing. And for those of you who don't know, ghosting is when you have a conversation with someone usually when you want to initiate some type of romantic interaction and then you just magically disappear. No explanation. And I've experienced that a lot with guys. I don't know if it's something I did or maybe they're playing the field. They went back to their ex. I just don't know. Um, Also, some of us, myself included, we're trapped in pretty, meaning that people constantly tell us that we're beautiful left and right, and especially men and men are more caught up in why we don't have a boyfriend versus trying to change that situation. <laughs> and then some of us, we experience texting conversations or being invited to chill versus going out on dates. And we know better. And we know ourselves that we know that we just don't want sex, sexful relationships. Like we want some conversation and we know better than to beg a man to take us out on a date. So some of us, we've just got exhausted or we just got patient enough to just focus on our career and so we can get the money to provide for ourselves, spoil ourselves, or we use our energy when we're seeking companionship to focus on our girlfriends. So some of us, I really don't believe that we want to be single, (laughs) but we just just don't want to settle for less. So instead of complaining and playing ourselves and entertaining people who don't want to give us what we want. We just focus our energy on elsewhere. And also I think there are some women who are jaded by relationships and marriage. Some women think marriage is a scam. It's an invitation for a man to control you, to manipulate you. Some women, I don't know this experience personally, but some women they grew up without a father in their life and they saw their mom have multiple boyfriends and was unhappy or they saw their father abuse their mother or their grandpa abuse their grandma. So they just vowed to themselves to not pursue that. So there's a multitude of reasons why there's so many beautiful single women from our part, from our part. 
and this isn't a conversation that men are trash. So before y'all turn this off, I'm just saying from my point of view, what I've experienced in conversations I've had with women. Um, but there, I wonder if there are actually some good dudes out there. <laughs> this actually makes me think of my experiences with sexual for men. Um, but before we get into this episode, you know, we got to do the word of the day. So today's word is rectitude. According to Google, rectitude means morally correct behavior or thinking, righteousness. And the reason I chose this word is because Sweet Pasta met some men, and I'll describe them in this episode, who exemplified rectitude. Like they operated out of integrity when interacting with me. I just have nothing but respect for them. So y'all know Sweet Pasta loves the gym Loves getting her body right, loves looking sexy in her heels and her short, tight dresses. So one day I was at the gym and I saw this beautiful woman. She looked Dominican, golden brown skin, curly hair. Come to find out, whole Jamaican, another story. Anyways, I complimented her because, you know, words of affirmation is my love language and I'm all about sisterhood, stopping girl hate. So we started a conversation and I noticed that she was with an older gentleman and I asked her like, oh, how did you two meet? She said, we met here at the gym. And I thought that was really cool and we started talking some more and I learned that she was a femininity coach. She helped women learn how to be more feminine, elegant, classy, and ladylike, how to be a traditional wife and how to attract a good husband. And I thought that was so cool. And she was saying, yeah, she has so many suitors. So many men approach her at the gym. And I thought that was so fascinating because for myself, sweet pasta, of course I want a boot thing. I want a poppy, but I feel as though men just look at me and I have to approach them if I want to have a conversation with them. And she said, no, I never have to do that. They just always approach me. And I asked her, what do you think influences a man approaching you? She said, men are visual. You got to be pretty when you come to the gym. She said, I spend at least 30 minutes doing my eyebrows, my lips, and I always wear cute clothes. And I was really intrigued by her. And I asked her like, oh, can you help me? I would love to find a man with some money, you know, help take care of sweet pasta. She said, no problem. I'm actually going to a golf tournament this weekend, and I would love for you to come with me. Let's exchange numbers. And I was like, cool. So she sent me a video on how to be more elegant. Yes, sweet pasta is researching how to be feminine because I'm very pro. My liberty is my responsibility. I'm not with the old oh, men are trash, men suck. No, no, no. I'm going to do my share. I'm going to do what I got to do. Like, I have a growth mindset. I am willing to learn to get the life that I want. So, anyway, Saturday, the day of the golf tournament rolls around. And before then, I already had went to Target, applied some of the tips that I got from the video. And one of the tips was make sure your teeth are whiter. So, I got some toothpaste, got some mouthwash to whiten my teeth, also got some makeup just to look more feminine, more girly. And on the day of the tournament, after leaving the gym, because that's where I got ready, I made sure to put an extra time doing my makeup, put on this cute outfit. It was a baby blue halter with a black skirt and some black sneakers. That was the best I could. I had no idea how to dress for a golf tournament. And as I'm leaving the gym, this man approaches me at my car, which is a rarity, really get approached by men. And he was like, oh, we started a conversation. Like, are you new to this gym? Blah, blah, blah. Find out he is from some country in Africa. I can't remember. And he's a whole pilot moving to Hawaii. We exchanged numbers. Then I head to the golf tournament, and there's a shuttle bus transporting people to the actual golf course. 
And as I was walking to the shuttle buses, the security guard, God bless black men, he was like, girl, what you know about golf? I was like, I don't know a single thing. He said, you trying to snag you one. Damn Skippy, I'm just saying, you got to go to specific environments to get specific people. So I get on the shuttle bus, and I find the first seat I can find. I see this cute little white guy, 20-something, and I asked him, I was like, hey, can I sit with you? He was like, yeah. So we started a conversation, and I made sure to let him talk more so I can listen Two ears, one mouth. You should do more listening than talking. And I come to find out he is from California, former swimmer, had a business to teach people how to swim, end up selling that business, moving to Florida. Now he does real estate. He reads here and there. And he was just a really cool dude. And we also talked about having a growth mindset, my love for Grant Cardone, and then how he's learning golf to just – he wants to challenge himself more, that inner achievement, that inner competitiveness. And then once we got off the shuttle bus, we went our separate ways. He didn't ask for my number. He went off to go find his friends. No worries. So went on, walked around, and my coach had said, make sure to find men who are by themselves. Because as I was at the golf tournament, I noticed there were a lot of men in groups or they were with their ladies. And, you know, I ain't going to ruin a happy home. I might sit on the porch, but I ain't going to ruin it. <laughs> now, nah, with all seriousness, no. The first guy I saw, he was a gentleman from Phoenix. He was a media executive, and I told him I did social media marketing, trying to network. And he's like, well, I'm not into social media, but we can't change numbers. Come to find out, nothing happened between us. Complete flop, no interaction. The second guy I met was inside the building. I was getting some air conditioning, some fresh air, because it was super hot outside, and I was charging my phone. Come to find out, he's a brother, mm, a chocolate man from Georgia, came down for three days for the golf tournament. We exchanged numbers, and nothing happened. All he did was text me later that night to see if I had plans. You already know what time it is. You don't need a watch. You know, he was just trying to get his toes tickled. But no worries. I don't blame him. He was on vacation. So then I continued to walk around the tournament, and I am walking through the course, and then I find an older gentleman sitting on a golf course by him sitting on a golf cart by himself all alone. And then I learned that he was actually working for the tournament and he was from Wyoming. And I found out he was from Wyoming cause he had this cute little Southern country accent. And then he asked about my career and I told him I was a social media model. I modeled lingerie and bikinis. And because he was an older man, he didn't understand. And I had to explain, you know, like similar back in the day, there were catalogs and magazines where kind of like playboy, where women modeled, I was like, I'm a digital version of a Playboy model. Like, I didn't say this explicitly, but basically men pay me money to look at my booty hole. And he was just really intrigued because he was intrigued that men would give me money to look at my body. I was like, it's no different than being a model in a magazine. And then after talking with him for some time, I had asked if we can exchange numbers so we could become friends, stay in contact. And his response was something that I wasn't expecting. He told me that he was happily married and he showed me his wedding band, which was on his right finger. And that threw me off, but then he went on to explain that it was uncomfortable to wear on his left wedding finger for whatever reason. And then he told me he's been faithful in his entire marriage. And I respected him. He caught my attention because, you know, there's so many stories about men being Rolling Stones, having secret families, having girlfriends outside their marriages, leaving their wives for a younger woman, what have you. So it was really nice and refreshing. Like, wow, there really are some faithful men out there. Not all men are dogs. 
And then I didn't press it too much. She didn't want to flirt with him too much more because I'm a firm believer as a woman. If we want men to stop being trash, we cannot act like dumpsters or trash bags. We got to break the cycle, play our role. So I continue to walk around and then I run into this older gentleman, Hispanic man, a whole poppy. So we get to talking, conocere, you know. And I learned that he's from South Florida, but he currently lives in Alaska. He came down here for the tournament. But then I lost interest because he was there with his son. And he was married. But we continued the conversation, and he asked why I moved to South Florida. And I told him, ooh, you know C. Foster loves the Spanish niggas. Ooh. And you know I'm a whole poppy connoisseur. And then he said, ooh, watch out. He's like, you don't want the fast life. You should want a relationship with God, and you need a man of God. And then he went on to say, ask God to give you what he wants and not what you want. And then he ended the conversation by saying, hey, I'm going to pray for you. Tell me your name. So long story short, went to the golf tournament in search for some sugar daddies. Got no sugar daddies, but I got some prayer. And I spent some money on some bomb chicken and broccoli from one of those expensive fruit trucks. The mission failed. So what can we learn from this? First things first, all my princess hoes, be outside, try something new, and be strategic about where you go to get what you want. You know, even though it was a flop, didn't meet too many pursuers there, I was just proud of myself for having an open mind because I made the mistake in the past of trying to find love in a club, love on dating apps, just trying to meet someone in those spaces. But I'm always talking about high-value men, a man who's about his bread, who can have intellectual conversations. And that's why I went to the golf tournament. And even though I didn't meet anyone, I was just grateful to have mingled with people, to be in a different environment because Sweet Pasta is not into sports. But I understand that golf is a activity, a hobby that wealthy people do. And plus, that's where a lot of business transactions happen. So success leaves clues. I'm someone who wants some money. And I want to be around a man with some money, so let's go to the golf tournament. Secondly, pride, the first P of Princess Hotivity. You know, I ain't going to front. When I was at that golf tournament, I was a little scared and intimidated. I felt a little awkward because I didn't have golf attire. And I saw women there with their girlfriends mingling and talking to guys. And I was thinking, oh, they're probably looking for a sugar daddy too, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, they're so pretty, da, 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 they fit in. I was like, da, 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 hush, sweet pasta. You use your imagination for good. Use your imagination to focus on your win, not to focus on what you got wrong or create unnecessary stories in your brain. Focus on your strengths. Be proud of yourself. And then lastly, progress. Therapy of Princess Hotivity. Slowly but surely, working on ways to improve my outer appearance. You know, I've been doing some researching, trying new things, not getting offended when people offer me feedback on how to look better because my femininity coach, she was like, girl, you need to wear a bra. Cause I showed up to that tournament with no bra. She was like, if you want like a quality, sophisticated, wealthy man, you're going to need a bra. And I could tell she did not want to be so direct with me, but I love the constructive criticism. I'm all about learning and being better. So to my princess, so it's possible to be better than you are to change your situation. It's just going to change with time not the step of the fingers and don't beat yourself up at don't beat yourself up if you're not where you want to be with your physical appearance but you got to take a step one way or another and to my fellas my pursuers first things first 
you know, I've met a lot of older gentlemen and just people in general who are like, I really want to help the world and make an impact. And I know there's some older gentlemen who are very disheartened and heartbroken by how there are some guys who take advantage of women. Not all guys. There's some good ones. But they're really saddened by how some men, especially younger men, can use women, treat them like sexual objects, and give them the run around, hit them with the whoopy whoop, swoopy swoop. And for any men who want to see women be more confident, to not be used for their bodies, we we definitely need older gentlemen. Y'all have to show us that they're good men in this world. Well, I'm so grateful for the man from Wyoming is that he showed me that they're good men out there. He gave me faith in good men by saying, hey, I'm in a happy marriage. I love my wife. Or the older Hispanic man who lived in Alaska, how he announced, I have a wife. And the fact that he prayed for me, he could have, both of these men, they could have spit some game at me, was staring at my chest the whole time, slipped my number, been very predatorial, whatever the word is. But no, they chose a higher route and one operated on integrity and focused on his marriage versus lust. And the other man, he was more concerned with empowering me through the word of God. So we definitely need more older gentlemen to show us and not tell us that they're good men out there. And how you do this, one, be a good man in your family. Show your daughters, show your sisters, your nieces that good men exist by how you treat the lady in your life, whether she's your long-term roommate your baby mama, your fiance, your wife, or what have you. Two, something I'm so grateful for that my church does. There's some older gentlemen there who have conversations with me, and they're never sexual. They they always look at me in the face, and they always affirm me for my characteristics, my inner beauty. So we need more men complimenting women, especially younger women, for their inner beauty so we can know that we're more than our bodies and our physical attributes because women know we know we're talented, but we hear that in the job place. We hear that in the workforce, but we need to hear that from men. And we need to hear that from men who don't want sex from us because there's definitely men who will affirm us, lift us up, but they usually have a hidden agenda of wanting to get their freak on. But we need men who are elders and mentors who can remind us that yes, your personality does matter. I mean, it's cool if you're pretty and all, but to be celebrated for your inner beauty matters so much, especially if that woman didn't have a positive male role model growing up. And then lastly, it's a little much of a tangent, but if you're a man and you know your girlfriend, your wife, your boo thing has a bunch of girlfriends who are dealing with men trouble or they're concerned about being single, remind them, remind them to have those standards because sometimes guys they'll try to make us feel like we're tweaking like we ask it for too much remind them no keep keep your standards up remind us how a man thinks and remind us that to not focus on what he says but his actions because sometimes we forget and some of us don't have healthy male relationships some of us don't have relationships with our fathers or uncles or brothers some of us don't have men in our lives because the ones who have entered they try to hit on us and have sex with us like some of us like sweet pasta don't have too many male friends so yeah there's men y'all can really change the world and change the outlook of how women perceive men by how you conduct yourselves with us and how you conduct yourselves with the women in y'all lives so there's hope y'all can make a really big impact in our lives 
So that's my podcast. Thank y'all so much for listening. Make sure y'all subscribe to all the social media. Sweet Pasta 1000 on my Twitter, my Instagram, and my Snapchat. My TikTok is I love Sweet Pasta 1000 because you know I don't keep it 100, I keep it 1000. And of course, my only fan, Sweet Pasta 1000. You know, your girl got body, but she also got bills. So to my princess hoes, remember that you're worth the effort, you're worth the pursuit. And if no one else loves you, Sweet Pasta does. Okay, I got a dip. I'm gonna go to the gym. <laughs> Bye.